Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, sometimes if I'm having a particularly stressful day or possibly I've got some neck or back pain or I'm struggling to sleep, I might put a couple of drops of Feels CBD oil under my... Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of people who are new to CBD don't know how much to take. How are they supposed to do it? Feels has a hotline to help guide your personal experience and find your perfect dose. Nice. Feels is a premium CBD that will help clear your head and feel your best. It's hassle-free and delivered directly to your door. It also has no hangover and there's no addictive qualities to it. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash onion and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash onion to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's amazing. 50% off your first order at feels.com slash onion. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. We're back. Here we are. Like Batman. Oh. Dinner, 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 dinner. Batman. I used to love that show when I was a kid. Wow. What's going on? Nothing much, really. You? Well, I will say this, right, right, very quickly. I drove down to your house again this weekend to watch more grown men and women fighting. And when I was about five minutes away from your house at the traffic light, I thought, I've known Billy, for tw- I've known Billy and Ali for 20 years now. And as I get closer and closer to their house, I get more and more excited. I love that. Yeah, and today you came over to my house to do a little bit of business and I was, I had a slightly busy, frazzled this morning with talking to agents and a couple of things going on in oh my God. house that was a little bit irksome. And you showed up and within three or four minutes, I was back in a great mood. That is a sign of a great friendship. I, I love that, Dom. And we're always excited to have you at the house because you settle in like an, 
like an old dog. <laughs> yeah, with One, your with your little dog. Yeah, you just you get onto your seat and you just settle in. It's funny, right? I've got my own seat. Yeah. I have my own little thing with your dog that no one else really does. I call him Bobbit. You guys don't seem to call him Bobbit. We have our own little vibe. Yeah. I tend to go around the corner and grab my favourite bag of crisps. It's brilliant. Lovely. And then we just we just basically settle in. And you were very kind because you bought his pizza. I tell you what, that was yummy pizza, right? One what? of one of the greatest uh, reviewed pizzas in California, is that right? I don't know. I heard it on the news. Someone was saying it was good. It's called Vito's. Now they're not they're not doing anything for the show. No, they're not paying us to say they they make good pizza. But they was, it was scrumptious. It was absolutely lovely pizza. Do you know what it made it better? What? That stuff. Oh, Jardinera. Jar, jar we should use that in a show sometime <clears throat> for the. For the feed the world, That's, not the feed the world. No, eat don't, the don't world. Billy eat the word. It's like a, an oily, pickly, uh, hot, spicy, relishy, oh, saucy thing. We'll oh, do fantastic. it and eat the world. We'll do sure. it at some point. Yeah. Hey, let's do a little uh, League of Legends update. Maybe someone from Riot, because they seem to love us right now because they're talking about League of Legends so much. Maybe someone from Riot can send us a little graphic. League of Legends update. <laughs> Where are we at? On a scale of fruit, yeah. strawberry seeds being nothing, and yeah. watermelon being high success. Where are we at with Elijah playing League of Legends? Because there has been an update, hasn't there? There has been an update, but I, I, I still not... To me, Dom, it's not feeling incredibly positive. Well, he was, he was silent for about three weeks. Yeah, nothing. And then recently he sent us both a voice note saying, guys, I'm sorry, I've been busy. I have heard on the podcast that you keep wanting me to play. I've downloaded it. I've yet to play it. And then who popped his little head above the parapet? But Sean Astin, no less. Who said, I'll play, I'll play. Sean Astin, Samwise Gamgee himself, said that he'll join our League of Legends Can you imagine team. him running into battle with pots and pans and stuff like that? He'd be brilliant. So right now I'm saying that Elijah's sitting around a tangerine. Yeah, I think tangerine's a good one. But Sean Astin is like a nice ripe melon. I was going to say pomegranate for Sean Astin. I'm not sure if he's... I mean, that's your personal choice if he's melon. Because, I mean, where do you go from melon? All you go there is watermelon. That means he's playing. So you really think that he's melon-sized? Not a big melon. Okay. Tiny what's, melons. What's the little melon? Well, like a tiny gala. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I love a, a, a love pomegranate. I love a pomegranate too. So tasty. Hard to get the stuff out. So difficult well, to do you know enjoy. What I, here's a great tip with uh, pomegranate, supposedly. You cut it in half. Right. Try and invert it as yeah. best you can yeah. and then take a ladle, yeah. put it over a bowl and smash the back of it with the back of the label. Thrash it. Ladle. Thrash it, basically. And the uh, seeds fall Magically out. fall out. Mm. No. Well, supposedly that's what the internet says. My Does dad, a ladle have to be stainless steel? I think stainless steel is probably helpful. I'll my, try that when I go home. My father, my wonderful father. Hello, Dad, if you're watching, because he has been watching um, and listening. He used to, in a very kind of lovely, uh, kind of, I don't know, like a very precious, sweet, fatherly way. Yeah. When we were kids, of a Friday night, every so often, he would come home with a pomegranate for the kids. And I remember... As a, <laughs> and we'd all sit around the fire and look at my it. My brother and I would eat it with a pin. 
You would eat a pomegranate with a yeah, pin. Yeah, you take the pips out with a pin. But my dad made it a big deal. He was like, look, this, when we, he used to say to us, when he was a kid, there were no pomegranates. No one even knew what a pomegranate was. So the glamour of like a pomegranate or a pineapple. So instead of getting a bag of crisps or yeah, a bag yeah. of sweets, he'd bring home a pomegranate. And it was and a, pin. a great treat. And I love how special my dad made it. Do you know what I mean? He, he was like, this is an incredible fruit and you will love it. And we did love it. I love fruit. I'm still looking forward to the day where I can sit with your father and watch a, a nice movie or a game of football and, and just enjoy together a, a tin of condensed milk. I'll set that up for you. Talking of football, this coming Friday, your country, Scotland, play my country, England, in the Euros. So by the time this comes out, which will be next week... We've already fallen out. We One of us will not be talking to the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that Scotland lost their first game because I want Scotland and England to go through so that we're all in the knockout stages, but there's a strong chance that they might miss out. Yeah. You seem quite sure. Well, if England beat them, they will miss out. But if there's one thing Scotland always do, they always... No, wait a minute, we always lose. (laughs) Right, you could be right, actually. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, it's so exciting to have Scotland in something. It is, it's very exciting to have them in a major football competition. I think we've got a listener stroke viewer on the line. Should we bring that lovely person in? Let's listen to a listener. Well, hello, Mariah. Hiya, Mariah. How's it going? It's fantastic. Um, I'm so honored to be on here with you guys. You guys are like my heroes. Oh, (laughs) that's very sweet of you to say. Uh, And just before we started... um, rolling the whole thing you introduced us to your dog toby is he still around yeah he's still here can, can we say hello because people again? always want to see people's dogs it's a oh, massive thing oh, with these zoom chats what's here it comes hi toby how old's toby hey toby hiya toby oh handsome <laughs> look at that face how old is toby and what's his what's his vibe what's he into uh, he's uh eight years old he's a boxer um, he's very Southpaw. playful, but um, also pretty chill. I so. like him. He looks oh, like a nice you. one. I love it. Where are you just now? Where are you in the world? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. I did a movie there the year before last. Only I a couple of days. I just did a TV show there just a few months ago. I, I, I had a lovely time there. I went on quite a few walks. There's a lot of sort of nature walks and, uh, yeah. you know, I did a terrible mistake, Dom. Did you shit your drawers in a park? No, I didn't. Oh, because that is a terrible mistake. I, I went on a couple of walks and they told me how long they were going to be, like three miles. And they were, it was a circle. And then the next one I went to was like two and a half miles. And it was a circle. Mm. And then I went to another one that said five miles. And I thought, I'll do five miles yeah. today. Five miles straight I went. Oh, I didn't have a wallet to get, like, a taxi home or anything. I had to do five miles back again. What, so in the same wow. day that you did two miles and three miles? No, a different day. Okay. That would have been too much for me. Still a lot, though. Yeah, it's a lot, but I loved it. It's a great place. I love it. So, hey, Mariah, so tell us about your journey with Lord of the Rings in your life. Did you, did you read the books? Did you watch the movies with your family? Did you watch it with your friends? What, what happened with you? Oh, both. Um, Lord of the Rings has been a huge part of my childhood and my life. It's like my primary fandom. 
Um, one of my cousins and I, we actually used to pretend to be Mary and Pippin. Nice. Um, her name was Mary, like M-A-R-Y, so she wanted to be Pippin, so she had a different name. So I got to be Mary. Ah, and, nice. Um, yeah, I get the Mary I thing a lot. Read them and listen to the audiobooks all the time. Oh, that's cool. Now, do you think, because I get this quite a lot in the United States, people say, you know, I really liked you playing Mary, M-A-R-Y. Do you think it's because the, when the English cast are saying the word Mary to an American ear, it sounds like Mary. Is that right? I think it kind of does. Like, um. I hadn't really thought about it until you brought it up on an earlier episode. And I was like, whoa, that is really true. Yeah. And Mary. Um, I think it's the same vowel sound in America, isn't it? The name Mary, Mary and yeah. like Merry Christmas is the same mm-hmm. sound. Let's just, let's just make sure that's true. Mariah, could you say to me, Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas. And then say the name of his character in Lord of the Rings. Mary Brandybuck. <gasps> Yeah, it's the I same. Mean, it's the same sound. Same. No yeah, wonder yeah. it's confusing in America. I was Tolkien just, never thought of that. I was just thinking then, though. What? And I bet you'll struggle with this. Can you name an actress with the name Mary? Um, M-A-R-Y. There's not a lot, Mary is there? Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, well, There's one. Yeah, there you Give go. us another one, Nice, Mariah. Mariah. Uh, Mary. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, Mary Kate. Um, Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, there you go. That'll do it. Yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley. So there's actually quite a few. Yeah. They're confusing those two because I always try to work out: are they two people or one? They're both two. And they're both called Mary Kate and Ashley. No, it's Mary Kate and Ashley. Right. Mary My Kate mother and was Ashley. called Mary. Oh, there you go. There you go. She wasn't an actress though. Well, Mariah, did you did you come uh, bearing questions or did yes. you come bearing uh, come possibly bearing queries? <laughs> Okay, so um, first one, say a grizzly bear and a great white shark could fight as if they were in their natural habitats. Who would win? Now, can I just get a little bit of clarification from you, Mariah, on that question? Are you saying two different fights, a shark in the ocean with a bear and then a shark on the land with a bear? Or are you saying one fight? It's just one fight where they could both just like be in their best their own natural abilities. Right, yeah. I would say I would need to give that to the great white because he would come at such a tremendous force at the grizzly bear that I think the grizzly bear would be caught unaware. So I think <laughs> an unaware bear? An unaware bear, <laughs> the fight would not be fair. <laughs> but would you care? I wouldn't care because it would stare. be so rare. <laughs> would you stare at the bear who was unaware? Uh, I mean, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be fair. No, it wouldn't be fair. Um, so it would have well, to go to the great white for me. Let me share. Okay. Um, I I agree with Bills. I think a great white would essentially attack the bear with such force that it would shock it take a massive bite out of it, gain some distance, and then the bear would succumb to that bite. Obviously, on land, a shark's going to struggle. 
<laughs> for mobility. But if they're in, if the shark's in in a, in a strange kind of surreal aquatic space. But on this land, is Mariah's yeah. point. This is the fantasy element of what you said. Yeah, I, I think it. ultimately, because they can also, sharks can also endure a huge amount of injury and damage without dying. You, you've seen sharks with massive bites out of them. Just carrying on. Sharks also can't get cancer, and sharks do not get... Uh, it's because the they don't smoke. Universe. Yeah, good point. Now, I'm going to get a little controversial here, Mariah. Get get in with this qu- this um, thought with me here, and you as well, Tom. Okay. I was listening to a podcast this morning on the drive up, mm. and they were talking about movies. And then a, a thought came to me. And uh, go with me here, Dom. All right. Jaws is an amazing movie. I think we'll all agree. Can you agree with that, Mariah? Oh, Jaws. Yeah, great. Fantastic. Great film, right. But it has made so many people afraid of the ocean, yeah. afraid of swimming and afraid of sharks. Is it worthwhile having a movie that great if it causes so much fear and anxiety? I mean, I, I don't think that's that much of a controversial uh, thought. In fact, Steven Spielberg has spoken out over the years saying that he loves the film, but he has his regrets over what it did to the shark because it really vilified the shark and that was not what he wanted to happen. Well, that's nice to hear because I thought I just had that as the... F- I thought I was the first person who'd ever thought that this morning. Hey, Tom, our friends at Manscaped have just launched their fourth generation performance package, and that includes the Lawnmower 4. You heard that right, Tom, the 4. Oh, the Lawnmower 4. I'm using that quite a lot right now because summer's coming, and the Lawnmower 4 has a little light attachment, so for those hard to reach areas, it actually shines a little light so you can get as close as you want. And the package four doesn't just have the lawnmower, it has the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. That is a lot, and you have to keep an eye on your nose and ear hairs, because that is not an attractive look, guys. <laughs> you and I make sure that if we've got any hairs coming out of those areas we tell each other don't we yeah the weed whacker will get rid of all of those absolutely it will so get 20% off plus free shipping with the code onion at manscaped.com that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code onion at manscaped.com escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with manscaped with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can anyone out of the three of us name <laughs> the author of the book, Jaws? People at home are screaming this out right now. I did and not. I sharks. did not even know it was a book. Did oh, it's you, a Mariah? brilliant book, Bills. No, it's <laughs> a brilliant I'm book. I'm not alone. <laughs> I no, I, I thought it came from the mind of the filmmaker. No, it's a brilliant book. Although I wouldn't advise you to read it when you're on a beach, getting ready to jump into the ocean. No. But it is a you'd love. I'm buying you that book. I'm buying you that book. And it was written by... That's unusual for you to put your hand in your pocket like that. <laughs> so I love it. You must love that book. It was written by, I believe, Peter either B- 
Bleachley or Bleachley? I don't know well, how you say the last name. Brilliant book. Well, if we're all part of this um, conversation just now, I also think you should buy it for Mariah. Mariah, consider it done. We'll get your address. I'll send you a copy of Jaws, signed by Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan, and possibly a shark if we can get hold of it. Ooh, definitely get the shark. Yeah. <laughs> we went off on a tangent. We've got a habit of doing that. Sorry, Mariah. Um, do, do you have any other questions? or is? Okay. Um, uh, oh, I see you leafing like through notes. Be so fully immersed in the Tolkien universe in Lord of the Rings. Like, was it as magical as I like always imagined it? <laughs> That's it's really nice question, actually, Mariah. And this makes me think of something that Ian McKellen said to to us after uh, we'd made the movies, and I think the first one was out. And he said it's it's funny talking to people about the movies because they want to talk about the movies, but really he said what he feels is people wanted to be in Middle Earth. Mm. He felt when he's talking to people, they they want to feel like the actors felt like they were in Middle Earth because the people watching the movies want to feel that. And you know what? Sometimes it did feel like that, especially the more remote. Um, places that we went to, top of mountains or, you know, going down rivers or whatever, and we were all in costume and having packed lunches. And there was times when it absolutely felt like we were in Tolkien's um, universe and not this one, you know. And do you remember, like, you and I and a, and, a, and a bunch of other cast members, but you and I quite a lot would take that kind of rickety country road to like Edoras mm. or to some of those places with with Boromir and the closer and closer you got, the further away from civilization we yeah. felt. Also Moria, I remember all of the fellowship walking into Moria and Pete Jackson being very giggly and excitable that day because it was the first time we got a chance to see the set and he was going, look, look, look at that skeleton, look at that dead skeleton, yeah. look at that dead goblin, look at that axe in the wall, look at those spears. And he was really, really excited about the set. And we were all nudging each other just saying, can you believe how amazing this looks? Yeah. And then they brought out the cave troll, which was basically just a tennis ball on a pole. And that was disappointing. That was disappointing. We thought the cave troll would have looked better than that. And what was the ball? Was the balrog anything? Were we running away from... Nothing. There nothing? was, you know, yeah, a mark on a wall. So there we go. But the great question, Mariah. Thank you very much. Can we ask you a question? Sure. What are What are you doing with your time these days? Are you working? Are you a student? Oh, I'm working. Yes. Um, I work at currently at a nonprofit organization in downtown Atlanta, but I'm also working on becoming an English as a second language teacher. Ah, does your brother do that? My brother teaches science to Spanish kids in English. So oh, they're, wow. at, they're at an English immersion school, all these Spanish kids, where they learn all their lessons in English. So they're also... In, they're, Just they're, to make it more difficult. They're learning English as a side hustle. So you're learning English accidentally through science. Right, and Love my it. brother, yep. Matthew. Hello, Matt. Hiya, Matt. Um, well, Mariah, it's lovely speaking to you. What's on your T-shirt? Is that the Mandalorian? No, it's um. Oh, it's us! I th I thought the top of Elijah's head 
was a Mandalorian helmet. I've always thought that. That's how medicated I am right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mariah, take care of yourself. Look out for that book. We will send you a copy of Jaws in the mail. Lovely to meet you, Mariah. Bye-bye. See you, Mariah. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, emails and real mails. Fast as tigers, slow as snails. Bills, we're back. Yes, here we are. And we've got questions. On voicemail. Should we listen? Why wouldn't we? Okay. Hi, lads. Cameron here from Ireland. I just want to say congratulations on the new podcast. It's filling my weeks with joy as the Lord of the Rings movies have filled my life with joy over the past 20 years. I just want to ask, Billy, I know you grew up in Glasgow. Dom, you grew up in Stockport, but are now both living in L.A. What do you miss most about your hometowns and why? I would say, I mean, I, I miss a lot of stuff, but I think uh, I miss LA is like really big and spread out and everybody's in their cars all the time. Mm. And I like just walking, you know, meet, meeting a friend for a pint, just saying, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you in the, the local pub and we'll go for a pint. And also a thing that people do in LA, which I've, I've always thought is weird, is if someone's going for a, a vodka cocktail or or a pudding, a rice pudding, they have to go to the greatest vodka cocktail bar or the greatest rice pudding. I want to go to the closest one. Yeah, I don't want to. You're, I've been with you and for dinner, and then one of our friends would say, "Oh, there's a new custard place. We should all go there for our Did puddings." You do that? We did it once, actually. We were up near your place. And uh, and somebody we were with said, oh, let's go for pudding now. Let's go for a... And I was like, no, let's have pudding in the restaurant we're in. Dessert. No. Dessert, sorry. No, it's fine. We say pudding. We say pudding, dessert. And he, he wanted to get out. And we all get into cars and we all drive to another place to get the pudding, to get the dessert. Weird. I don't want to do that. No. I want to... And, and I, if it's a, a cocktail, I don't want to go to a place downtown, you know, that serves the greatest cocktail. I'll just go to the place right there. I totally hear you on that one. And also, one of the underestimated great joys of life for me is walking after dinner. Oh, yeah. I love that feeling of paying the bill and then going for like a half hour, 45 minute walk home. And you're, it sounds kind of a bit medical but your whole digestive system is like oh thanks we can start to get things moving a little easier and you just feel like and by the time you get home you're ready for a poo (laughs) and that's you ready for bed (laughs) and then you're done yeah fantastic successful day my answer's kind of similar to yours bills i i mean obviously it's, it's it's a little cliche to say that you miss your friends and family but that's that's you know one of one of the top ones but like billy had said football day you know, a game will kick off at three. You just know, right, we're going to go to this pub. You walk in, you're not sure who you're going to expect there, but everyone's yeah. there. few beers, maybe you walk somewhere else to get a Chinese or, or get an Indian. There is the pub culture in Britain is so strong and so enmeshed in things like sport and the back pages of the newspaper, or maybe you're sitting around talking about the news so I do miss the community aspect. But in a way, we've kind of commandeered it ourselves, haven't we? Because us yeah. hanging out, sitting in your garden, chatting, yeah. that is a little 
mini pub a culture. Bit and we that. did have a couple of beers on Saturday night. Only three. Only three. That was plenty, Dom. Absolutely that was... plenty. Lovely question there from the there Emerald Isle. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hi, Dom and Billy. I'm loving the podcast so far, and I'm so glad you guys are doing this. My question is for Billy. Um, how was your experience voice acting in the seat of Chucky? Did you get to interact with Brad Dourif, um, who was also in The Lord of the Rings, um, more in that film um, than you did in The Lord of the Rings? Thank you so much. Before you answer, Bills, yeah, it is wonderful to have a question put forward by a chipmunk, isn't it? It's <laughs> a lovely voice. Isn't that lovely? It reminded me of that actress who's now doing the new show. Oh, He's not going to remember. This the is going to. He's not going to remember. The right name. here we go down this road. He is so terrible at actors' names. So she's a v- brilliant actress. Meryl Streep, quite small. Uh, Reese and Witherspoon. She's acting with a an actor who's very tall, who uh, used to be the barman in Cheers. Onto the giant. Oh, Ted Danson. T- so You're thinking Ted of Kristen Danson. Bell. No. No. He's a, like a counsellor. Honestly, guys, this is every time I see Billy, he's like, have you seen that show with the with the girl who's a thing? She used to be a car, now she's a lollipop. <laughs> but uh, this is a great actress, and she sounded like that How lady. old? What does she look like? I would say, I don't want to tell her, late 40s, small. Great. Is she of Indian descent? No, she's oh. American through and through. Late. Late forties, small, and she's in the new Ted Danson. And John might John know. will fix Hang this on. for us. And then she is brilliant, and she sounds like that girl. And while John's finding that, I'll talk about Cedar Chucky. Yeah, yeah, for God's sake! Please. Because um, Brad Dourif, of course, is a wonderful actor. Now, is he the original Chucky? He is Chucky wow. in all the Chucky movies. I had no idea. Yeah, until they made the new. I think they've rebooted it, and it's Mark Hamill. Right. I got a name. Brilliant. Oh, well done. Nice. Thank you. And uh, But they're going to make a TV show now, and it will be Brad Dourif, who's Chucky. And I love Brad Dourif from um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And I think he was Oscar nominated. Was he really? I thought uh, that was DeVito was nominated. Well, Jack Nicholson won, didn't he? I, I should hope so. Yeah. But... Brad Dourif, I always thought, was a brilliant actor. Brilliant. So when I heard he was coming in to do Worm Tongue, I was very excited. And we didn't get a lot to do with him. No, we don't do a lot. Even when he was in Isengard, it was a pretend Isengard for us because he was supposed to be at the top of the tower, remember? So we didn't uh, have a lot to do with him. And sadly, when I did Seed of Chucky, 
I was in, uh, I think I was in the UK recording that. So, I'd, again, I didn't get to work with Brad. Right. But they had a lot of, um, I was acting with his voice because they'd already recorded a lot of the stuff. And uh, I had a lot of fun doing that movie because the director wanted it to be um, sort of Dickensian, sort of, you know, Oliver, you know, and then these two different um, parts to the character. And obviously the sort of, he's not sure what sex he is. And I, and I like that part of it that uh, they were exploring the sort so, of... So you play Chucky's kid? Yes, who is a... Seed. Well, he doesn't know if he's a boy or a girl. Right. Um, non-binary. Uh, non-binary. And they wanted that to be part... And I'm, I'm very proud of that part of yeah, it, you know? Great, that they brought that story into it. So um, it was great fun to do it. And uh, the actress that you sound like is... John! Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter! Oh, Holly Hunter, she's fantastic. How would I have explained Holly Hunter better for you, Dom? Well, I would have said the, uh, the lady who played the lead in the piano. Oh, that would have been a good one. Or she's also in The uh, Hateful Eight, and she's brilliant in The Hateful Eight. Oh, that would have been another good one. She's fantastic. She is like a powerhouse, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, very quickly on Brad Dourif, his English accent in Lord of the Rings is perfect. Mm. Absolutely textbook. And I love some of the choices that he made. Remember, he he had like a very delicate little silk handkerchief and he used to like mop the side of his mouth with it, which is kind of disgusting, but brilliant for women. Yeah. He used to come in all precious and be like, Sire, I think you should do this. Yeah, all his choices were brilliant. brilliant. Great actor. Great Great. question. Yes. Shall I read this one out, Um, Luke? uh, No, you're Billy, not Luke. (laughs) Very confusing. How did that become Luke? Luke, sorry. Luke has an interesting question here. Well, actually, it's a riddle. You know what? I know the answer to this question, so maybe I should read it to you. you Read it to me and I'll see if I know. Here's a riddle for you. I'll keep my eyes closed so it's the first time I've heard it. Nice. Here's a riddle. A la Gollum. Two men are found at the bottom of a tall cliff. Mm -hmm. Each are wearing a backpack. Mm -hmm. One of them lies on the ground dead with a closed pack. The other stands alive with an open pack. What is inside the backpack? Says Luke L. Two men, bottom of the cliff. Both got backpacks. One's open, he's alive. One's closed, it's shut. I've got it. Can I ask you a very honest question? Yeah. Have you heard this before? No. Oh, go on, what? I don't think I have heard it, but I do know the answer, I think. Oh, go on. A parachute. I think that's the answer, isn't it? Yeah. Ten points for me! Woohoo! Thanks, you can Luke buy L. Lunch. Thank you very much. Guys, if you guys do have a riddle or a conundrum for a, us, that's a brain a good teaser. Thing. I love riddles and Bills does too. So send us your riddles, send us your conundrums. What? That's a, no, that, I think that'll become a good thing. Wouldn't that be great? Right, yeah, definitely send those. Uh, right, yeah. Where would they send it, Dom? Well, you can email us, thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K. Or you can send us a voicemail. W-W-W dot. You don't need the W-W-W dot. Or you can send us a voicemail. Speak pipe forward slash. No! I've ruined it. I can never remember the speak pipe part and you always forget the dot com. So I'll do the first bit. Right. Or you can send us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash the friendship onion. We've done it. What a team. Okay. 
Now I'm going to scroll down a little bit because let's see if there's any more questions here. That might be the only... Oh, no, there's more questions. Right. Here, I'll give you this one. Someone has a buttery question. We love buttery questions. Gary T. Everyone's always... It's just a letter for their second name. They want to be anonymous. Is that what you do? In case we incriminate them. Ah, good. Gary T is from Cornwall, UK. Do you remember we went to Cornwall once? Yeah, we went surfing there, didn't we? It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember jumping off a cliff to get into the surf. Do you remember that? Yeah. It wasn't, when I say a cliff, Yeah. a rock. A rock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're just very small. <laughs> I've given thought to an interesting butter question, and it made me think about the buttered toast phenomenon. Mm. Supposedly, if you drop a buttered slice of toast, it will always land butter side down. In addition to this, cats have the ability to self-right when falling. So when a cat falls, it will always land on its feet. Now, combine these two, Dom, and you are presented with the buttered cat paradox. If you drop a buttered cat from a height, would it land on its feet? Would it self-right? Or would it be a combination of the two, causing the cat to endlessly spin around, hovering slightly above the ground? It's a fantastic question. It's a fantastic question. It's a little um, hypothetical. I do have a very boring, I would think, correct answer to this. Do you have any thoughts? I Well, I, I like this because I, I feel as if I'm at a university just now yeah. studying something incredible like philosophy mm. and string theory. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like I, I would like to discuss this. Well, let's discuss. Right. My thoughts are this. <laughs> this is more of a conclusion than, than a discussion. Cats have free will, don't they? Cats. Well, do they? Well, cats. <laughs> cat, cats. Always want to survive. Like most living things, they think, well, given the choice of death or life, I'm going to go for life. Right. But butter doesn't. Right. As far as we know. Yeah. You know, once you get, if you get down into the string theory of butter, maybe it does want to survive. Yeah. So if you spread butter on a cat. On its back. On its back. There is an overwhelming advantage to the cat's need to survive Mm -hmm. since the butter itself does not. Is that a very logical, boring way of answering? No, I don't think that's boring at all, Tom. I think that's absolutely brilliant. But imagine a, a world, if you will, where butter will always land that way down. So you're saying its will to survive will always get it to its feet. But we're living in a universe where butter will always land. Is there ever, ever a world where the cat will spin? Above the ground. I mean, they're definitely in a, in a quantum world. All of those things are happening, right? There's spinning yeah. cats all over the place. You can you can walk down the road without hitting one. I remember trying to explain, or not explain, but trying to kind of open up the conversation to my mate Tom about the idea that you know that concept of if you gave an infinite amount of apes a typewriter, sooner or later they will write the complete works of Shakespeare. Yeah. And Tom said, absolutely they won't. And I said, yeah, if you give them an infinite amount of time and an infinite amount of apes, they will. And Tom said, no, they won't. And this went on and on. And I was like, but it's, it's the word infinite that is important here, Tom. And he said, no, they won't. And that was it. <laughs> so, you know. But it's a great question, Gary T. Hang on, we have another one here. 
And we will never say no, they won't, because we like to discuss these things. Please send us your bigger, more expansive questions. We absolutely love... Look, we love answering questions about Lord of the Rings as well, but we love these bigger ones. Billy and Dom eat the world. Uh, fantastic it's questions. subjective. You guys, keep them coming. And now, do you know what time it is, Bills? I hope it's my favourite time of the day. It's time for Billy and Dom eat the world! Yeah! And uh, this is the best time to have the eat the world thing, because I'm absolutely starving, Dom. I'm a little peckish too. Here comes John. Here comes John. Wonderful. In Wonderful, all John. his glory. What have we got here? Ah, yes, today we're doing salty licorice. From Scandinavia. Or Salzigi Herringe. Salzigi Herringe. Salty herrings, they would be. And mm. I think this Cactus uh, uh, company is quite a famous salty licorice company. Now, here's a good uh, way to kick it off. Yeah. Because this is one of the first things that I noticed about you in New Zealand. The way that either you or Scottish people say the word licorice is completely different to the way English people say it. And yours seems more accurate than the way that we say it. Because you say licorice. Uh-huh. And we say shay. <laughs> we say licorice. But there's not an S-H at the end of it. There is a C-E. But I think probably the most famous Scotsman in the world... Sean Connery. Sean Connery would say licorice. Licorice. But most people would say licorice. Li- Wait, most Scots would say licorice. Yes, licorice. I think. John, do you want to just give us a little licorice or licorice? I'm a licorice. Licorice. With an S-H at the end, even though it doesn't have one. I guess so. I don't know. My dad loved black licorice. So. Licorice. And tell me something else, because that says herring. There's another fish. I'm not going to say it the way I say it. Often using to... And, um, Oh, often, used, often using tuna fish sandwiches. <laughs> the, clue, the clue's in the title there, Bills. <laughs> How would you say that fish? Oh, a big fish that is one no, of the... No, no, not describe oh, it. Oh, what? Just say the Oh, word. how would I... Well, I... <laughs> I would say, because, yeah, there's a massive difference between America and, and English, right? I would say tuna. But over here, tuna. Tuna, yeah. And tuna. in Scotland, tuna. Tuna. Like a guitar tuna. Wait, um, so tuna, tuna. 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 Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot going on there, boys. I don't hear much of the difference of Don, but you're... Right, hold on. Tuna? You say tuna. Tuna. I say tuna. Yeah, almost like a T-E-W-N-A. And can I say mine again? Yeah. Tuna. Yeah, tuna. Tuna, by the way, the fish. One of the largest, most aggressive, most important fish in the ocean. And a spectacular fish. (laughs) What makes a fish important? Well, in terms of they are a keystone species in the ocean. They eat a lot of smaller fish. They are food for a lot of sharks. There's massive shoals of them that move around the planet. And that dictates how a lot of other fish and aquatic animals move around the planet. So they're like influencers. They're big influencers. They've right? got a lot of followers on aquatic social media. And uh, a large bluefin tuna can be upwards of half a million dollars. Yeah. I'd, well, you remember this, Dom. We were in Mexico once, right? 
uh, visiting Orlando Bloom on the cast of a movie. Try uh, And we went to a, a sushi restaurant, and the next day, the guy said, we're going out fishing. And we went, if you remember, and I caught a 60-pound tuna. Yeah. And the guy took it, and he never gave me any money. And he sold that in his restaurant probably for two days and made himself probably over a million dollars. He might have. And we, we specifically said when we went out on that boat, we will catch fish, but we want to throw them back in. And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. But then when we caught a, a massive tuna, he went, well, we'll just put that in the ice. And I think he charged bit. us to be on the boat. When you say us, you mean the three of us, whereas Orlando was down there literally making millions of dollars. And he was like, yeah, uh, yeah, boys, we'll split it. Like, we've barely got any cash. Talking about boats, Dom, what's the difference between a boat and a ship? I want to say something to do with size. Not bad. A ship. Oh, that's an interesting... Could I have a clue? No. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Oh, a boat is smaller. Right, so it is size. I've done it. But it's not quite that. But when does a boat become a ship? A ship has something Wait. on it that a boat does not. A boat is smaller. A there, ship. There is something on a ship, always on a ship, but it is never on a boat. A ship... Has a crow's nest. No. A ship has a dual engine. No. Is it something to do with the way that it moves? It's something to do with a boat. A ship always has a captain. (laughs) (laughs) A ship always has a boat on it. Oh, that is brilliant. Yeah, no. Is that right? That's that how you define a ship. A ship has a boat on it, and a boat does a not boat, have a, a ship. A boat's way too small to have a ship on it. Yeah. So Titanic was a ship. Yes. And the little vessel that they go out in Jaws on is a boat. A boat. That's a brilliant piece of trivia that I didn't Thank know. you very much, Anyway, sir. this is Billy and Dominic the World. This show's gone on forever. Yeah, come on. We are doing Salty Licorice. Salty Licorice. Now, I'm very excited about this because I spent some time in Sweden. Did you? In Stockholm, in uh, Vasastan. I lived on, ready for this? Yep. Rostranskatten. Oh, that's very good. Yep, which is one of the more exclusive uh, streets of uh, Stockholm. And the Salty Licorice there was fantastic. I'm taking three. I'm passing it over to... I'm hoping that this, this is going to be Mickey Bra. Oh, Mickey Bra, Very good. Thank That's you. That's what that means in Sweden. So let's read a few facts about... Uh, well, first of all, just from a personal point of view, because I know this because oh, I've spent some time with you, you're a big fan of licorice, aren't you? I love licorice. Though. Yeah. It's probably my favourite. Would you call it a sweet, a candy? Yeah, I think it's Whatever a sweet. it is, I love it. Although the, the initial origins of licorice is it's is it a, a part of a a, a tuba or a or a, a, bra- a, a, a tuba a tuba well not the not the the, the uh, instrument. musical instrument no t-u-b-o-r thing because when i was a kid <coughs> my parents uh used to give me a stick 
Yeah. And the stick, did you have that from your folks? Yeah. The stick had a very, very licorice taste to it. And I think that's where it comes from. Is that a root? I think it's a, a, a tuber or a root or a branch. If you could get in touch with anyone out there. But yeah. Right, can I eat? Well, yeah, I'm going to give it a little sniff, smell test. Ma- Do you know what? Oh, it smells great. My mouth is going weird at the thought of this. Have you had this before? Yeah. I, something like it, I think. And my mouth is already going weird in the same way as my dog, little Bobby Johnson, mm. will sometimes follow a beetle or a fly around the, the floor. And then I can see the moment where he imagines it being in his mouth and he goes... <laughs> it, flies drive him daft, don't oh, they? they? You said crazy. that flies yeah. actually give him a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, he goes crazy, goes under the bed. There's a shop in... Uh, Los Angeles called Soccer Bit which means sugar cube right. and you can get all of your sour or salty oh. licorice from there my mouth's going funny can we do it let's give it a go there we go chewy mmm mmm it's good Tom yeah are you salivating it's, it's- it's really, really good. It's it's not as intense as I expected. I think, to be honest, there is mm-hmm. saltier licorice out there. I'm having a second one. Enrico. Mastication is extremely important, especially with licorice. I'm getting a bit trapped between the back of my teeth. It is very good licorice. It's not as salty as I had expected. Salmiac. The ones that I get from soccer bit, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to roll around your mouth in a few different places so as not to cause aggravation on the tip of your tongue or the side of your mouth. And it feels like you're not, you can't quite bite it because you're like, oh, mate, I'm not quite ready for this. Have you ever had one of those kind of canker sores mm-hmm. on the inside of your mouth? Mm-hmm. And then if you have like salt and vinegar crisps or something like this. Oh, that's, oh, that's painful. But that... Tell me something about this, Tom. All right, well, let's have a little read of it. I'm going to scroll down. Mm-hmm. Salty licorice, or salmiac licorice, mm-hmm. is a variety of licorice flavoured with the ingredient salmiac salt, oh. which includes sal, almoniac, and aluminium. Not aluminium. Eh? Aluminium. Oh, yeah, it's ammonium. Ammonium chloride. And is a ah. common confection found in Nordic countries and northern Germany. In fact, there's a tiny little kind of box, similar to a box of Tic Tacs Uh in Germany of salty licorice, very salty licorice that you can get, which is called spunk. Don't say a word. (laughs) (laughs) Just eat your licorice. Any Uh, any other facts that you've got? Go down a little bit, because Mm. I'm interested in this ammonium chloride, Mm, which is what... Well, see, ammonium chloride and licorice was first combined to produce this salty licorice. They're not sure when, but by the 1930s, it was produced in Finland, Norway, Denmark, Sweden, and the Netherlands as a pastille. I think pastilles have some element of a medicinal quality to them. Do you know what I mean? If you've got a sore throat, you suck a pastille, or if you've mm. got some issue. And isn't licorice in its more rawer form associated with aiding 
a lethargic digestive system. Really? I think so. Can you pass the bag over and stop being so, so gr- such a greedy guts? So it's the ammonium chloride, the salmiac okay. salt, that gives it that flavour. Um, and it varies by country what is considered a safe amount. In Sweden, for example, the most popular types contain an average of 7% of this ammonium chloride. But in 2012, there was a European Union proposal to limit the amount to 0.3%. Wow, that is a tiny... So in Sweden, there was 7% of this ammonium chloride, but the EU... I nearly choked there, though. Mm. Wanted to limit it to 0.3. So is ammonium chloride bad for you? Well, it seems like it might be if they're trying to limit it. There's something about it, and tell me if I'm I'm on the wrong road here, that reminds me of cat piss. Uh, Is that (laughs) something that you've often drank? No, but there's something that... Is there something about ammonium? Oh, ammonia, ammonia, yeah. So, like, if I passed somewhere where a cat peed, I've kind of... Getting a bit of that from this flavour. I hear you. I hear you. But not in a bad way. Or when you step into a a men's toilet that has not been given a a recent cleaning and you get hit with that. Is that ammonia? Pissy smell. So there's something about ammonium chloride or salmiac salt that is is in cat pee. It says here the tang of salt. Salmiac is so popular in the regions of uh, Scandinavia, it's used to flavour pastries, tobacco packets. Wow. And even meat dishes. Well, Tom, I have to say, it's one of my favourite flavours. So I say keep it up there at 7%. Yeah, I know you love it because you're... Would it be fair to say that your favourite American confection is good and plenty? Yeah, but the, the, the box is too big and I can't stop eating it. Yeah. So I eat the whole box and then I feel bad about myself. Don't feel bad. But it makes me feel a bit sick. Go a bit up again. There was okay, something I'll else I was up, up again. But um, yeah, I love licorice. And my favourite type of licorice is this salty. I didn't know it was, um, I didn't know it was, uh, what was it? Ammonium chloride. I yeah. didn't know that's what gave it this, but that is delicious. Says It says here that ammonium chloride has a history of being used as a cough medicine. Oh, yeah. As it works as an expectorant. Now, my mum, who's listening. Hello, Maureen. Hello. Uh, would know exactly what expectorant is, but I get the feeling that expectorant might be, it, it, it uh, allows the phlegm to possibly come up a little easier. I would say it would loosen or maybe, it. Would or loosen maybe it. break it down a little easier. Hmm. Well, Tom. Hey, wait, let me finish this thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Finnish author Yuka Anala mm-hmm. speculates that salty licorice has its origin in pharmacy stores that manufactured their own cough medicine. People got used to them, like the taste, and then they were like, well, we'll take the medicine out and we'll just create the sweet. I get that. Yeah, I get the, I get the cough medicine thing as well. I love it. I love, well, how oh. do you feel about red licorice because for me i don't think that stuff should be called licorice it's red sweeties it's yeah. not licorice no it's a different thing isn't it it's i like totally i like the uh, texture of it in my back teeth mm. red vines can't do that all right tastes like chemicals to me 
No, I, I quite like a red vine, but not as much as uh, salty licorice. I'm going to try one more so that we can give them scores. Come on, get this scores in the doors. There you go. Right. So, taste. Right. I have to admit, John, and again, John, you're slightly in the doghouse, although anyone out there that's listening or watching the podcast, this is all in jest. John is never really in the doghouse. We're just having fun. Sometimes, yes. Actually, sometimes, yes. I think... We could have gone a little bit more hardcore. We could have said to the people in the shop, give us your saltiest, give us your most hardcore, because I don't think this is it. Still tasty. It's incredibly tasty. Um, I get the hardcore thing. The aftertaste has the hardcore. Um, I want it in the uh, during I, taste. I wonder what my breath smells like after this. Yeah. You won't be able to tell me because you've eaten it. True. But after a morning of coffee and black licorice... Your wife's in for a treat. I wouldn't let. I wouldn't mind letting John have a smell at my breath after this. Let's do it. Well, in terms of taste or flavour, yeah. same thing. I'm going to dock a few points because it wasn't quite as extreme as I wanted, but it's still strong because I like it. I'm going to give it a solid seven point nine. I think that's a good mark, and I'm going to give it a an eight. Always next. Always. Aesthetics. The look. Like? Now, are I mean, we talking charming. about the packet or are we talking about the bit of both? Thing? It's charming. It's a herring. It's a, is this a little fish? It's a tiny little fish. Are they trying to win on the back of Swedish fish? Well, probably. I mean, I think Captius might be a Swedish company. It seems like it. Swedish fish, salty herring. Yeah. That's how I remember it. Yeah, I think that's true. I like it. It's charming. Um, who doesn't like fish? Crabs, maybe. I think there's a turf war between crabs and fish, to be fair. Well, I've, I've learned a lot about tunas today. Yeah. Everybody likes tunas. Yeah. They're a, they're a keystone species. In terms of the aesthetic of the bag, which looks like a little sea breeze, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And the fish, I'm going to give the aesthetics a 9.4. I'll give it a 7.8. Oh, you weren't that. I don't see why it's a fish. And it shouldn't then- be a fish. It should be a spiral or something. Mm-hmm. It should be its own shape. Okay. I'm fine. I'm going to dock it more. 7.2. Oh, you've been quite cruel. And then usefulness. I mean, <laughs> stick it in your gob and eat it. But apart from that. <laughs> apart from that. I mean, what? I mean, put it in like a 10p mixture. It's, so port- you- it's portable. You could take it on a plane on a trip. But you, you couldn't make a stew from it. No, you couldn't. You're not going to say to someone, put that in a sandwich. No. You can't. Could you make ice cream, black licorice ice cream? Not, not really. really. Could you take it to a pub with your mates? They're eating crisps and nuts. You're like, here, have a it, herring. Uh, no, really. have a salty herring. Usefulness. I'm sorry about this, Catchis. I'm giving it a, a 0.7. That's mean. Hang on, here comes John. What about as an expectorant, though? Oh, you can it still be used medicinally? Well, I think in terms of an expectorant, there seems to be a lot looser phlegm in your mouth currently than there was. Before. It seems to be getting some movement now. Yeah, so maybe bump it up a little. I'll give it a one. I'll give it a one. I don't think it's medicinal, but it is vegan. So any vegans out there wanting to have a little sweetie? And also, like if you if you thought you know, I'd like my breath to smell like awful. Like a salty licorice, then that was what you would eat. Mm. I'll give it a three. Lovely stuff, guys. Send in your suggestions for Billy and Dom Eat the World. 
to us at the Friendship Onion at castmedia.com or speakpipe.com forward slash the Friendship Onion. Or you can also obviously just leave comments or, uh, you know, concerns or questions underneath where you get your podcast or on our YouTube channel, The Friendship On You. Don't forget to subscribe. Billy, while we're finishing off getting this black licorice off the back of our teeth, should we listen to a song and find out if it's funky or not? I think it's a great idea. Someone sent us one in. Jason B. from Blaine, Minnesota. The song is called Sing Along by Sturgill Simpson. Here we go. That's enough, John. Turn it off. Turn it off. Oh, wow. That had a little kind of... Do you remember TV on the radio? Uh, no. <clears throat> had a little bit of a TV on the radio thing for me and another band that I can't quite remember the name of. It reminded me of someone else. Uh, Black licorice. <laughs> Sorry, about that. Sorry about that. Another but, good name for a band as well. Yeah. You know what I liked about that? And... Uh, it made me think of the drummer from Bee Cake, Paul, Paul Burke, and he, no matter what music he he's playing, he says, I, I want to let people dance if they want to dance, and I think that's on the and of account, one and, two, and, 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 and that had that, it had an and on it that made you go, oh yeah, I want to dance, I want to dance, yeah. and I'll put that down to the drummer, and I He'd, he'd skill that drama. You couldn't help but tap your feet. Very kind of James Brownsy Prince-esque in that hitting on the end mm-hmm. thing, right? I like in that. fact, we should tell all the listeners out there, because this is brilliant. What? We've now got a Spotify playlist. So we have. Called The Friendship Onion. So if you're on Spotify where you get your podcast and you want to find out the music that we think is funky, including suggestions from people out there, subscribe to our Friendship Onion Spotify playlist. We are all over the place. We're all over the place. So on a scale of Brahms to Prince, where would you put Sing Along by Sturgill Simpson? Franz Ferdinand. Oh, that's pretty funky. I'm, in that case, I'm going to say Arctic Monkeys when they really get down. I love the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, they're flipping brilliant. I was going to swear there, but I know my mum is listening. I enjoyed it. I'm going to listen to the whole thing later on our Friendship Onion Spotify playlist. Yeah. And if you want to uh, subscribe to our podcast, you can find it on Spotify or wherever you get your playlist. Please rate and review us. And if we find a review that we really like, there's a chance we might put it up on our social media pages. Yeah. So don't forget to tag us in your reviews. Take a picture. Send it to us. We'll put it on Instagram or we'll read them out here. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hey guys, we're back. Just one more thing. Tonight, we will be on 
The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of our appearance. Let us know if you could answer the devilishly hard Lord of the Rings questions that we asked Stephen Colbert. And let us know what you think of Billy's fantastic outfit. So please tune in and watch The Late Show tonight with Stephen Colbert and me and Dominic Monaghan. See ya! Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.